0: Hello and welcome to Personalized Learning with Matt and Courtney. This is Matt. I'm Courtney. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. What do we do? We talk through the do do's and do not do's of personalized learning.
0: It's a lot calmer than last week. Is it? It did. You were you were right off the bat. You were a little like the do not do's.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was a little angsty last week.
0: That's okay. We're a little uh, less tired and, and than <laughs> we were so last true. week. Yeah, last week was kind of a... <laughs> Kind of a like, what the heck?
1: Less tired, more energized, and we're a few days away from Ina Call. Yeah, so we've got all of that like jittery. Yeah, we're a little energy. wound up. Little
0: we're a little wound up, so we're looking at maps and we leave in a couple days because yeah. it's next week. So yes. that after this one, the next time you'll hear from us, we will be uh broadcasting from Florida.
1: Yeah, and you're gonna hear a lot from us. Earlier today, I ran yeah. into someone who was like. So like, what are you going to, is it going to be, are you doing live? I'm like, no, we're not, we're not broadcast. No, this will not be live. It's not radio. Um, and there's going to be a lot of podcasts coming out. So yeah. I think that there's probably going to be a mix of um, just kind of like recordings of people and not necessarily a lot from Matt and I, and then maybe some other ones where we do kind of frame, yep, frame it a little bit more. We'll
0: see. There's going to be a lot of content. Yes. A lot of content. So, of course, you want to listen to all of it. <laughs> of course. Of course. Silly us. Okay, so we have some things to talk about today in our last couple days before we leave to Florida.
1: Yeah, a couple things.
0: Okay, let's start.
1: Which, where do we want to, let's start with, with uh, territory. You want to start with territory? Let's start with territory. Okay, so um, I was working with a group of teachers. Well, I work with groups of teachers all the time, but something that has come up, um, repeatedly, as one of kind of the sticking points of the transition from a more traditional system to a learner-centered model or a personalized model, is this sense of um, territory. I really think is the best way to explain it. It's terrorizing it the learners, not only content. So, so it's terror terrorizing. It is terrorizing <laughs> in a way. In a way, but turning it into a turf war over content and the learners themselves. Um, So what happens is is that you get in a situation where, say, a social fourth-grade teacher doesn't trust anything that comes up from the third-grade teacher. Mm -hmm. And then, likewise, the fifth-grade teacher doesn't, you know trust anything that the fourth grade teacher did or has to say, like even if it's in the grade book or the empower or the, you know, the proficiency tracker that the learner is proficient. So you get that, then you get the whole, um, you know, I don't trust you to teach my learners. If you're another social fourth grade teacher and I'm Mm -hmm. a social fourth grade teacher, um,
0: they're mine, which implies that I'm better than you. Oh yeah. And I don't trust you because I am better than you.
1: I am better than you. Yeah. Um, and then on um, up in the secondary grades, we see this same issue, right? So one mm-hmm. of the things we kind of talk about with learners is this idea of double dipping.
0: Right. What does that mean?
1: So that means, like, if you do a project that is multidisciplinary Mm -hmm. in science class, so let's say you're doing a project that has to do with um, natural disasters, and like, you know, you're looking in and you're proposing like alternative building. Okay. Um. I don't want. I don't know what word I want there, but like alternative buildings that would make them. For, for people like low cost alternative housing that is more resistant to whatever type of natural disaster. Right. Okay. So for science class if you're doing that, clearly you're looking at weather and, you know, natural disasters and stuff. But yeah. um let's see what else we can connect to that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Lots. Right, lots. So you got some Economics, social studies yeah, social studies targets. Yeah.
1: You've got your English language arts contest content con what? <laughs> content. Some
0: content. Some research skills. Research. Writing skills, writing. obviously. You
1: can't do, all right, see, you can't do anything without ELA. Like, you can't, right. I, you can't. Try to, try to do a project without using English language arts Right. Targets. Any
0: type of communication. Yeah. Just, just lends itself, right. obviously, to ELA.
1: So double targets. dipping would be that the learner in that science class then gets to use that project to show proficiency for targets in social studies, in ELA, right, and so then what happens here? The territorializing ter- 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 the territorial <laughs> behavior that happens with high school teachers or secondary teachers, and maybe even some elementary teachers that sure teach content. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is well, I can't. Uh, they they can only do work from me and English my class, class
0: means novels. English class means the writing I assign. I,
1: I think it's beyond just like the whole novels and, and all what eh, that could, well, I yeah. think it's more about what I assign.
0: Yes. And I think I think this is where where some things are misunderstood. Yeah. And yeah, you know, I had this discussion with some teachers in the last few days about these type of projects, which everybody right. agrees that yes. Kids should be doing that. Yeah, kids are. I'm fine with doing that. Right. Uh, the problem is when it comes to you, your actual, <laughs> you're not, the teacher not doing not it. In it's my a great idea, but 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 I'm not going to do. I'm
1: that. not going to do that.
0: So I think I I think I've narrowed down some of the problem, and some of the problem seems to be that those teachers with those terrorizing. Territorial. Ah, oh, darn it. I, was I, to I get know, the it. word. Territorialization. I don't really know. Territorialization. <laughs> so I think, I think, God, I should cut all that out, but I'm not going to. So I think I've narrowed down to the problem that those teachers are afraid that when we talk about proficiency toward those targets, that that means if they gather stuff from some of those other projects, that now they'll be proficient on those targets. And And so why is that a problem? It's not a problem, but the difference is it's evidence towards proficiency. It doesn't make you proficient. Oh, I see
1: what you're saying.
0: That one project. And I think that's where the misunderstanding is because I have these discussions with teachers and they're afraid that if they don't do anything in my particular class, but all in other classes, that why do they need me anymore?
1: Right, and, that's where I thought you were going to go. Well, it, it's yeah, part it's of it, very, I,
0: I think, very, is, yeah. is because, no, those things are very important, but why can't we provide, we talk about evidence being anytime, anywhere. Right. And we, if we really mean that, so these multidisciplinary projects that we really want them to do, it's evidence towards those targets, yeah. but it doesn't automatic, automatically make you proficient.
1: Right, and because think, you need a preponderance of evidence,
0: and I think that's where teachers mix it up.
1: Oh, that makes sense. I, I kind of, I've been coming at it more from the like the emotional fear side of well, the, obviously that yeah.
0: that too, but I think it's because they have that misconception, right? And so every time I talk about this now, I talk about a preponderance of evidence, yeah, and then you can make that decision, that professional decision, right? But it needs to be if kids are bringing you other pieces of evidence, you have to treat it as evidence. You do. You can't say, well, that's not my evidence. It's not my evidence. It's like, that's not how the world works. Nope. At all. It's evidence is evidence no matter where it comes from. That's right. And we have to be okay with that. And in general, I think we're okay with that, specifically, that's where we have trouble, yeah, right? Yeah, when it's
1: you. It's and awesome, you're the one but I'm not going to do that. That's not for me. I think another piece of this for teachers that I've heard them talk about is the sense that they are perhaps worried that they themselves don't have the required expertise to assess appropriately, okay. and um, I understand that for some of the higher level courses.
0: Yep. Some individual targets.
1: Some, yeah, there are some individual targets out there that, yeah, for sure, I would not be comfortable right confidently assessing on my own.
0: So clearly, the the solution for that one is just ignore that evidence, right? <laughs> well,
1: yeah, or just make it up. All right, and like, we'll listen. we'll talk to you next yeah, week we'll
0: talk then. Next week. Uh, okay. No, no, silly, don't stop. The music hasn't started. Yeah, no. So, what do you do in that case?
1: Well, you've got some options. Good. I think one option is you can always go talk to the content teacher. Who actually does have expertise in that content. If you're not feeling confident enough to assess. Yeah. Like number one, do that. Yep,
0: that's one. Start
1: talking to each other. Um, the other one isn't so much as an option or an action as much as a mind shift. Yep. I think, and here's the mind shift. Okay. Which doesn't, and this doesn't apply all the time. Right. Um, but in many cases. You, as the educator, you have a college degree. You also probably have a master's degree. Mm -hmm. Most many teachers do. Mm -hmm. You have a breadth of life experience. And I'd say nine times out of ten, you do have the needed knowledge and understanding to judge whether a learner is proficient or not.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know, I you <laughs> I, do. Even if you're uncomfortable, right. if you have a target and you have a rigor, you can interpret for your own targets. Why can't you interpret for others? Right. You know, and and make that decision.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, the collaboration obviously is is like that's first. Mean, it's like a, a, like a no brainer. Yeah. But you, you would think so. Right. Uh, one of the other options is and it's not really an option for the teacher, it's really have the kids start advocating for themselves. Yes. Take that to another teacher and demand yes. it.
1: Deman- yes, that's so, and another option. That, and
0: that's more of the kid point of view, right. that, that you want to set those conditions, That that's okay. Yeah. But you as the adult, yeah, I like your options.
1: Right.
0: I, I absolutely like your options. Make it comfortable. Right. So I, as a math teacher, will go talk to the science teachers and say, well, you know, what do they have for, for some math stuff yeah, there, yeah. that we can provide as evidence, and right. let's start making those connections. Yeah. yeah, That's really just first step, that's that's a no-brainer. Yes,
1: yeah. But if
0: we also teach the kids to do that, then we're all kind all of on the same page. Yeah. And teachers are, I think, more apt to listen to kids. Yes. If if they have that mindset, of course, that that's okay, Right, but if you follow up as the adult to talk to them, and that's the culture of your building, that right. that's okay, yeah. Yeah. that's... You, know, you can have a lot of negative Nellies.
1: Oh, absolutely. But
0: it's about it's about culture at that point. Yes. That it's okay to do those things. And right. the more you talk about it, eventually it sinks in. Right. That, well, of course that's okay. Yeah. And maybe it's not for me yet, but if that's the culture, it's going to be you eventually. hmm So let's start talking about that and having that mind shift to, to go right off the bat. Yeah. Yep. That was great.
1: Yeah, that's a really good one. So I think like a nice way to, to sum that up, and, and I've written about this before, and I think we've probably talked about it before, is that the learning belongs to the learners. The targets, the curriculum, the learning belongs to the learners. It does not belong to the adults. That That's, sounds good. Yeah, so Matt was going to write that down. I was going to write it down. down so on it. I'll
0: have to remember that. Damn
1: it. Right, so, so, so yeah, all right, so that was a good one. So avoid being territorial with your learners because it's not about you. It's about them.
0: Right, and we know that. We know that, so let's make it real.
1: Make it real.
0: Okay, so we have a story to tell also.
1: Yeah, Matt, story time.
0: All right, so <laughs> everybody get in a comfy chair, sit around the fire.
1: Grab your coffee.
0: Grab your coffee. So I we got a letter from a teacher uh, who, who talked about some of her students. Yep. So I'm going to read. Uh, I'm just going to read the email. Read the email. So, so here's the setting. Uh, it's a read aloud. This is an elementary school... Uh, classroom and the read aloud they're working our way to the end of the Odyssey it's one of the greatest books ever it's fantastic I I love this book so uh, let's go from there so the kid is reading aloud the part where Odysseus and Telemachus meet for the first time Uh, teacher I really want to read this part like it's dark Vader telling what's-his-face he's his dad
1: right can we pause there for a sec kid actually said dark Vader. Awesome! Yeah, amazing.
0: Gotta love it. <laughs> so a teacher says, so do it. So the kid does it, and the look comes across her face. Kid says, wait, what? She goes back and rereads to herself, and then again out loud, this is Star Wars! We've been reading Star Wars! Thus breaks out a discussion with tons of evidence from the book and the Star Wars movies on whether or not one is the other. They were still fighting about it when I sent them out to recess. Mic drop.
1: Yeah. Brilliant! It is. It's amazing. Oh
0: my gosh, that was incredible.
1: Right. All it took was the kid kind of half-joking, being like, I'm going to read Telemachus like Darth Vader, and then, what?
0: <laughs> Made those connections, <laughs> yeah. started doing it, and then everybody started talking about it. Yeah. Uh, I like evidence from the book and mm-hmm. the movies to make those connections. Amazing. Oh, that's right. These kids are like 11.
1: Oh, yeah, right. Fifth graders, social fifth grade.
0: They are not high schoolers. Nope. So expectations.
1: Yes. Yeah, so the other part of the story, Matt, that you relayed to me this morning before we started. So tell the other part of the story now, where you were talking with the high school teachers.
0: So I was talking with the high school teachers in order to, and I showed them this email, and I said, you know, isn't this amazing? Isn't this what we want all of our kids to do is make those connections? And she's like, those are, those are how old and I said, well they're, they're social fifth graders. So they're like, well I, they can't really do that can they? <laughs> and I'm like, well well they, they did, did. <laughs> They did because we set up those 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 opportunities and those conditions for those kids to be able to make those connections. Because the best part about this, other than the whole kid part, obviously, yeah, right. is the teacher just saying, oh, you want to do that? Okay, so do it. Yeah. And allowing them to make those connections and be a little silly, as you said, like yeah. half-jokingly, let me do this in the voice of Darth Vader. Well, I would live my life doing the voice of Darth <laughs> Vader if I had Darth Vader's voice. That'd be awesome. But it's like, why? why not? Right. Just right. go ahead and do it, and maybe something will spark off that, rather yeah. than having that control of, just read the book, just read it out loud in a normal voice so we can all get it. Right. That would be your typical, my typical upbringing uh, yeah, in school. Yeah, common, a common response. It's like, no, get teacher's it. like, no, just read the book. You know, yeah. we'll assign parts if you want, but just right. read in your normal voice, because if you're reading your Darth Vader voice, you're going to the hallway and then the principal's office, <laughs> because you're being silly. There's
1: no Darth Vader in school.
0: There's no, Darth Vader's not real and crushing expectations. By the way, I think Darth Vader is real. I've seen the movies. <laughs> Just putting that out there. What? So this was like the best email that I've gotten in months. That's a great email. About connections.
1: Yeah. Well, so like, let's break this down. Like why it is so great and all the things that kind of happened there. Because we opened it up as a like expectations type
0: thing. Right. <clears throat> so the first part is for me... Having having that read aloud is, is cool, right? And oh, yeah. they're reading the Odyssey in fifth grade. So it's fifth grade. Good. It's really cool. And it's a great story that you can make those connections from. So the the first part for me is allowing those conditions from the teacher just to say, just do it. Right. That's the very first the first thing. Right. It's like it doesn't we're just reading the book. We're trying to make those things, but let's be a little bit different.
1: Yeah, the teacher has obviously identified where control is important and where it's not so important and had This is a spot where she was able to relax a little and let the learners take on a little bit More direction of how this was gonna go.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. What's so the our theater part?
1: voice? Awesome.
0: Awesome. I know why not? Yeah, why not? What's the next part? Well, right so then, the next part next. of it
1: is because that happened um, then we had the um, you know, the ability for like this creativity to come out and for those connections to be made. And then the other thing that happened, this teacher still continued to stay out of the way. Yes. Right? Yeah, because I don't see anything yeah. else
0: after the teacher says, so do it. Yeah. There's nothing else there about the teacher. Nothing. Until they get sent to recess.
1: Right. Right, so I'm imagining that this teacher, um, and you know this teacher, so you can probably tell me if yes. my imagining is correct or not. I'm imagining that this teacher... <laughs> Just kind of like sat there and watched and listened. She may, I'm assuming it's a she, right? Yes. She may have prompted a couple questions, but maybe not. Um, instead of leaping on that nugget and being like, oh, now I, as the teacher, can exploit and expound ah, exactly. upon this, she just let the kids find it.
0: My guess is that there weren't even any prompting questions. Okay. That the kids yeah. just. Went for it. We're just like, holy God, this is Star Wars. <laughs> this
1: is Star Wars. And then
0: the questions came from the kids. Yeah. I don't think there needed to be any prompting right. because everybody knows Star Wars. Yeah. At least in that class, everybody knows Star Wars. So once that kid said, we've been reading Star Wars, and they start pulling that evidence from from the book and the movies, yeah. my guess is there's no teacher prompting there. No. That the, those right kids on. are ready to roll with that one. Yeah. Because those conditions have been set that that's okay yeah. to do.
1: That's okay to do.
0: Instead of, I like how you said about you don't have to jump in on that nugget no. and make it, hey, you're right. In fact, yeah, blah, 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 and blah, blah, make blah, it about blah, you. blah, Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah that's none of that in this case. <laughs> this is the best story ever. So I love good. this.
1: And then so the last piece of it kind of comes, from my perspective, it comes in with the high school teacher. Okay. Um, And how like their reaction was like, wait, how old are these kids? They can't do that. Right. Oh, yes, they can. Yes. No one should be floored that an 11 year old can make those kinds of connections and start to realize that there are really only like five or six stories ever told. Like, you know? And they're starting to realize that. Yeah. Yes. That yes. so you should not be floored by that at all.
0: That information doesn't need to come out from a teacher. No. Kids can figure that stuff out. Mm -hmm. They just did.
1: Right. They just did. And it happened because the teacher made space for their interests. Let them talk about Star Wars. The teacher made space for spontaneity and silliness. Yeah, go ahead. Read it. Read the voice like Darth Vader. Which, Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Which, by the way. Darth
0: Vader is the one who didn't last very long. (laughs) It was right my before point. Darth Maul. And, you know, <laughs> Darth Maul with the horns was cool. It was cooler. There's a little in between where Darth Vader yeah. was just like,
1: Yeah. Eh. Well, anyway, bit. my point was like, <laughs> totally appropriate voice. Like, that wasn't even like a totally outlandish suggestion. Right. You know, like if you really stop to think about it. Um, and then I, I lost track of where I was going. Because okay, so that, I'll anyway. continue. Sorry,
0: sorry <laughs> my, my interruption. So this gets back to our territory a little bit. Oh that yeah, yeah, yeah. It, That's how I was connecting that back is that just because that knowledge doesn't need to come from the teacher mm. but we're always set up, school is set up that way so information comes from the teacher mm. and if I don't explicitly say these things to kids they're never going to get them Right. and that's, that's how teachers like have that territory about their content. You know, that's the way school works. So that's not right. that's not a negative. That's not a slam on anybody. That's how school is designed. Right. But we know we can do better. And that's why we move towards more of a personalized learning, yeah. hence the name of our podcast. That we know we can do better, but that's just the way school has always been. It's nobody's fault. It's just the way it is. So if we know we can do better, how how about we let go some of those territorial instincts yeah. and say it's okay for kids to do these things if it's not just from me. Yeah. They can learn in other ways. Yeah. Let's allow them to do that. Let's set those conditions. And so it's not about me. You said the learners own the learning. And at that point, it's not about us giving them the learning. And mm-hmm. I say it, they'll learn it, we'll test, we'll move on. Right. Those days have ended. Yes. We all know it. Let's make it real. All
1: right. Wow. So, uh, okay.
0: So, woo. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, we're going to Heineken. So, here's what you're going to do about following us. So, on Twitter, you're going to follow us at PLEARNMC.
1: You're going to follow me at atbelowlimsy.
0: You're going to follow me at eatsleepstats.
1: Um, you're going to visit our website, which is plearnmc.com.
0: We also have a Facebook page Yeah. where you can follow us. We put all kinds of stuff up on there, which yep. is really cool. And we have an Instagram.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I knew Instagram. who you did.
0: So, our Instagram is uh, at plearnmc, of course. But Courtney's got a little
1: Yeah, so I have kind of something. like a, a challenge or a, like a way yes. to, let's let's grow the MC community. So we would like for our listeners and followers to get on Instagram already. Please, we've done it. You've got to do it. <laughs> and take pictures of what all of this looks like in your classrooms. And then tag, you know, hashtag PLEARNMC um, and... Let's let's start growing examples of this practice. And we can
0: repost is what it is. We will
1: repost. Yeah. So if you hashtag your picture with PLEARNMC, um, yep. hashtag PLEARNMC. Yep. We'll find it. We'll find it and we will repost it and then you guys can comment and talk and let's start sharing that way.
0: That sounds awesome.
1: Yeah. We're going to get our social media manager on that.
0: Yes. I think that's me. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay.
1: We'll talk next time.